Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Max Millian discuss life lessons they've learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What up, what up? Here we are with another episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield, coming to you live from Lexington, Kentucky. We have Dom Joe on the line, coming to you from a new location today. <laughs> yeah, we ain't in Philly, man. You know what I'm saying? We ain't in Philly. You know what I'm saying? We in, we down catching the tail end of Art Basel. You feel we in Miami. Happy Miami. to be here, of course. What's up, world? Yes, sir. All right, word, right, word. Right. And uh, we got uh, Max Million on the line. What's good, Max? What's up, fellas? Fresh back from that ACC loss, but that's okay. You know, so I was still gonna ride with my boys. Yeah, gotta ride, gotta ride. For sure. Um, and we got another rendition of the Who's Where podcast today. There's a little debate if this is gonna be a Who's Where podcast or if this is not gonna be a Who's Where podcast. But we officially, we looked at the papers, he got a degree from the University of Virginia. <laughs> and this will officially be a Who's Where podcast. So we have none other. It's gonna be different, though. Than, yeah. None other, hey man. You know what I'm saying? Can I finish my? Can, what are we doing here? We ad libbing. We ad libbing the intro. Hey man. Hey, hey, that's the thing though, bro. Here in Miami, hey, you know how Miami, when you when you when you, when you interrupt my intro. Nah, nah, bro. But I'll be having something to say. You just ad libbing. You just ad libbing. All right, man. We have no, no. We have the one and only. Anybody that went to University of Virginia with this guy knows this guy. He was a he, he was a guy that you know what I'm saying. You can't miss him. You can't miss him. Life for the party. Dom Joe's Dom Joe's mentee. Justin. Renfro. What up, Renfro? Better known as Renny. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Coming to you from Vancouver. Coming to us from Thanks, Vancouver, man. man. What is that in Canada? West, east? Uh, west, west coast. coast. I'm, I'm about two hours north of Seattle. Quick trip. Cool, cool. That's what's up, man. So, uh, Dom Joe, it was Dom Joe's idea to get Rennie on the podcast this week. He said, uh, hey, man, hey, Minnie, check out Rennie's post. Check out Rennie's post. I'm like, what's Rennie posting about? You know what I'm saying? It seems like every time I see Rennie, he over there doing the brand. I know Rennie ain't going negative on nobody. He got the JR, you know what I'm saying, hoodies and yeah. stuff. I see Dom Joe with a cutoff hoodie. kids I come in contact with, just simply telling them they can. 
you know? And it's, it's as simple as that. And that's where the post really came from. Tell them they can. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. You know, people can't thrive in negativity. It's hard to thrive in negativity. If anything that somebody wants, somebody wants somebody to believe in them. Once that belief is gone, you got to go. So I do believe in that. Facts. Um, before we get into uh, what was actually what was actually discussed in your UVA, actually, let's just do the regular who's where, man. So, Rimpo, tell everybody where you from. Tell everybody where you from. Uh, why you started playing football and how you how you ended up at the University of Virginia? All right, so I'm from uh, Philly. You know, I started playing football and everything in Philly, football and basketball in Philly. And funny enough, I got to Virginia because of Dom and then Sean Singletary. So that was bro, man. I was know. So that what did Dom and Dom and Sean Singletary have to do with anything? On your decision. I mean, decision. coming from, I mean, since eighth grade, like you could ask, I played on the Hunting Park Warriors AAU team. Eighth grade, going down there, starting to get recruited. Uh, since eighth grade, I said I wanted to go to Virginia. And I thought I was, honestly, I was going to be a basketball guy. As an as a eighth grader, I took two unofficial visits for the basketball team, going and watching Sean, Sammy, Sammy Zizlinski. And I was playing ball, and then the football coaches saw me at one basketball camp, said, you should think about football too, son. And so it kind of went from there, and I ended up as a sophomore at the beginning of really my recruitment, just committing right away as soon as they offered me. So That's what's up, man. Um, so what did Dom have to do with anything? That's what I'm trying to get to. Don, he's like, <laughs> let, me, let me interject real quick. Let me interject real quick, man. I, Cause I still remember the first time I met him. I feel, I still remember the first time I met him. I think he might've been a freshman at Penn Charter at the time. And yeah. um, I just committed to, I just committed to uh, UVA and this boy was tall as hell, man. And uh, I just remember meeting him and I was thinking in my head, I was like, damn, yo, yeah, go, come to UVA, man, there's love, blah, 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 whatever. In my head, that like they said he played basketball. I was like, man, I don't think he's gonna play football, man. This dude tall as hell. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? So then, long story short, Coach Price hit me up. And I was like, hey, you know, kid Justin Renfro? I'm like, uh, sound familiar. I gotta see a picture. So then he showed me like his Penn Charter stuff and all that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was history after that, man. He came on a visit. We had fun. You know what I mean? You already know how it went down. So, um, I was just trying to figure that out because, you know, Dom, Joe, he'll, claim, he'll claim some shit. We got you know, to fact check that, Joe. Man, so, we uh, back, that's all the way back to um, the, when the Chinese spot had the uh, visits. The, hold on, say it again? The Chinese place across from uh, McHugh Center. I was still alive then. That lets you know, I know how long ago that was. Yep, yep. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just remembered, too. <laughs> Big facts, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Y'all done yet? We right, done, man. Let's go, bitch. Right, appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Here we are trying to run a podcast, and I got the child of five memories going on. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. All right. Y'all should have been here before the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Now I'm about to say somewhere to be. You over here uh, going off course, and stuff, off course. Huh? 
My fault, man. I do got dinner at 935. He got live on Sunday today. Dom Joe got live on Sunday. So tune into the IG story. Actually, this is going to be delayed. Y'all won't be on it. But pay attention. if y'all pay attention to the IG stories, something's going down. Check Reese's IG stories, too. You know, so you got to be on both pages. Don't. Dom Joe will not. I'm not. I'm going to just post one post that lives, man. I don't do that no more for these kids. I got too many kids following me. Too many young boys. I don't post my party stuff no more, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not about that. It's not about that. So I don't promote that no more. Good, good. Um, so let's get into partying. And then, uh, so how much of an influence was Dom Joe with you uh, when you got to University of Virginia, Renfro? Was he, I mean, uh, uh, felt like he was your, do you feel like that was your, like, mentor, right-hand guy? Yeah, I mean, him, Nate, uh, Cam Johnson, you know, you yourself and Max Colt. I ran with all your older guys, kind of. What class you in? Who's in your class? Uh, I got Tim was in my class. Big oh, Snyder. Okay. I was yeah, yeah. I was in that super young class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we was we. I still had two years without y'all without bro. Yeah, yeah. So what when you got to University of Virginia, what was your expectations when you get when you got there, uh, academically and athletically, and then how were they uh, different? That makes sense. I mean, when I got there academically, like, well, from jump, like the day after, the day after I signed my letter of intent. So this is after building a two-year relationship. The day after I signed my letter of intent, they fired a D-line coach I then built a relationship with for two years. So that. That that came out of nowhere when Beelan was gone. But coming to campus, I pretty much expected what it was. Like, I knew it was going to be hard. I was uh, I was having a groin surgery a month before reporting, so I knew that first year of football was going to be hard and adjusted. So I was behind the eight ball. But academically, I expected to do well. I was told I'd be able to go into the architecture school, which I got into on my own. And then I had to switch classes. So, you know, right off jump, it was a couple bumps in a row. But, you know, you take them in stride and let's keep going. Keep it going. Keep it moving. Um, so, besides Beelan being fired, shout out to Beelan, um, what, did, what was your expectations? What were you recruited? What was your expectations going to the University of Virginia of what you were going to get out of that? Like, uh, what was your uh, situation like starting? Like, I, thought, I was going to the University of Virginia to get that top public school public education, school. play and play football, and kind of see where it shook with my talent. After that, you know, I I expected to redshirt my first year. I was two, I was two seventy with a coming off a of groin surgery, so that was that that was kind of my thing. Get get strong, get get in the shape and kind of get ready for my redshirt freshman year and get my uh, schoolwork under under wraps. Dope, dope. So um, when did things start going left? What was the first sign of you feeling like, okay, this isn't what – besides the Beelan situation, you talked about Beelan, but all right, we're here now. Everything um, was good. I'm, I'll be honest with you, everything was good until Coach Grow left. Your coach go left, and that was your freshman end of your redshirt freshman. That was that was the end of my redshirt freshman year. Right, 
and oh. Coach London. And Coach London yeah. has, has no relationship with any of us, pretty much. Um, and he's bringing in a whole new staff. So yeah. basically it turns into everybody on our team having to – well, I would say everybody except for, like, Ross I, uh, who else was probably like didn't have to wear it? Uh, Conrad, it was Conrad Jenkins. I, I thought you and Don too. All y'all had had London as a coach. Well, I, I, well, we had played, but we haven't really started. Rossi was like one of the top players. Yeah. Let's not let's, oh, okay. let's not forget, man. Going into my senior year, they they had Rio. They had Rio starting over me and um uh, fucking uh oh man, my bad guy. I'm gonna curse. They had Rio starting over me <laughs> on the spring ball. You know what I'm saying? My senior year, we had to we had to dead that in about a week. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like everybody's trying to reach this. I say Conrad, he probably started the year before. Most of the people that got to play the year before were probably going to come in. They will have a good chance right out the gate. But there were some players that didn't play that end up like benefiting from the new coach change, like Aaron Tafaro, uh and some guys Mac that we didn't Lincoln. think. Of. You yeah, know, Mac. Mac. I don't, yo, see, Max, Max, you're you're a special case though, man. Because if you think about it, all the running backs got picked. Besides like Wiley Lundy and all that, but like all the running backs got picked later in their career. You know what I'm saying? Like Juice, Sad Pierman, his junior and senior year. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't think grow lasted long enough for you to get that shot. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Rennie, once you once once London and them came in, what was your experience? Was it was it Coach Coach L or was it the deepest line it, coach? Was like it was the whole. Thing. It was it was a trick. It was a whole trickle down thing, and it, honestly, it went from D line coach all the way to John Oliver. All the way to John Oliver. Oliver. All, the way, all the way up to the yeah. all the way to the offices. Because just honestly. My parent, like at once, my parents got clued in because y'all see now y'all gotta remember how deep it goes. You remember my dad because I was cluing him in on what was going on. You remember my dad moved down there. Yeah, I didn't know that's the reason why your dad moved down there. Uh, I thought you did. I know. Yeah, everybody thought he came down there for some cheese steaks, and we played it off like that. But no, my dad came down there because we already knew the battle that was brewing. Hold on, dog. Ripper, your dad moved down there and he was selling cheesesteaks? Where was he selling these cheesesteaks at? You don't remember that? Yeah. Yeah, see that? You remember that, Jay? If somebody told me that, I probably would have swooped it underneath the rug in the first place. I just didn't already see myself like, yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right. Ain't nobody throwing out here yeah. cheesesteaks. Yeah. And Sean's getting a whole restaurant and everything. Really? Yeah. Where was that, Jordan? It was, it was uh, right off of 29. About 15 minutes from campus. Yeah, I ain't never heard of that. Or business. Yeah, I ain't yeah, never heard of that. Probably, yeah. That shows you. I'll be out on my own. But uh, but also, so, you, know, you out Barrick West. You know what I'm saying? When he <laughs> when he made the restaurant and stuff, the the football team like uh, they made a big deal about him having a restaurant, and he needed and we, and he needed to be separate from the team, even though the basketball team would go in there weekly. So that's what I'm saying. That that shit was so deep into that far. Jeez. So, so let's 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 dive into this. Dom Joe, pull up this um IG post for me. Can you do that, Dom Joe? Yeah, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? 
right, go ahead and pull that up, man, because I want to break this down. I was just trying to get a little background for everybody else that don't, don't know what's going on. But essentially, Renfro comes in, high expectations, is playing with a coaching staff that recruited him, having to deal with a new coaching staff, and things get off to a bumpy start. And he's feeling like, you know, I'm not going to see opportunities with this type of – With I can already see which way this is going. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of what it is. And I, I, to, to, to be honest, from what I read, I didn't know a lot of this was going on, to be honest with you. But Dom Jones – the- what up, uh, but y'all, you were gone. See, y'all was gone. This is this is once you was leaving. You was already gone. This have a label? Huh? Nah. Hanson, this is my thing. I didn't, I didn't know Hanson went that. I didn't know Hanson went that ruthless. So, but but. but is this after the label? Is this after the Chick Fil A label? This is after the Chick Fil A This is after Chick Fil A label. Okay. Uh, so after the Chick Fil A label. Um, what's the situation? This is Jimmy the next. Gone. This is the next year. This is this is going into my senior. This is supposed to be my senior year. This is going into my senior year. Got you, got you. Okay. So y'all was long, y'all was long gone. Got you. All right, let me tell you a story. Dude, I was watching Chase with the Redskins at that point. All right, yeah, that's a minute then. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead and let us know, Dom Joe. You got you. Can you can you read off our post our, our story real quick? Dom All right, Joe, I can then? read the post. I can read the post. I can read the post. All right. A lot of people ask, why do I go out of my way for kids and make sure to tell them they can do anything they put their mind to? And that was in all caps, which I wholeheartedly agree with. A large part of this is the fact that just a few years after UVA football coach Jeff Hansen said he would hang me from his shed and strength coach. Evan Marcus told me I sucked and why was I wasting my time playing football? He told me as well, I'll make sure you never play pro football. And then he said, I was holding, and then you continue to say, I was holding the NFC championship and going to the Super Bowl with the Seahawks. Whether it be, oh, whoops, damn. All right, here we go. Whether it be the time they forced me to run gases and collapse because the doctor said, don't do any physical activity while on this heavy medication. Or Mike London trying to tell me, trying to tell my parents I needed to go to rehab because I was mad he was letting a coach say he could hang me. Or the fake UVA honor hearing that got brought up as soon as knowledge of me transferring to the Miami Hurricanes. (laughs) By the way, three people, including a professor, got caught lying on me in this case, and nothing was ever done. After all this... I still made it to University of Miami, NFL, and CFL. And going into my seventh season in pro football, I'll never be able to thank BAC Sports, uh, S, Sport Group, what, SAA Sport Group. You go on to thank University of Miami. I think we got it. I think we got it. You got to go through it. Oh, you got it? Yeah, yeah, we got it. So, so first of all, congratulations to Rennie. Congratulations, Randy. Yeah, for, man, you know, for persevering. I think that's the biggest message uh, overall. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and finding Getting a way. the job done under any means necessary. And finding a way. Um, so why did why did the UVA why did your UVA career end and you having the need to transfer to the university to our arch rivals university? And you know we don't even have <laughs> no hurricane like that. You know what I'm saying? I think I mean it. It it was a. It was a clear thing that 
I mean, start. It was like like any other thing with the scholarship. You going into that senior year, they, all that uh, fifth year, you know, I think it was the year after you guys left, they turned that whole how the fifth year had to be. It was an earned thing. And they could pick and choose who they wanted and all that bullshit. So they just, they said, okay, we're just going to start getting rid of guys. And I wasn't, I wasn't going to just back down just because some guy said, said so is really what the issue started becoming. And so, like, this is, I'll let you, this is how deep it started to, I'm balling, I'm balling in spring ball. And you know how we have open practices in spring ball, right? Yeah, yeah. You, it, but our London moved the spring ball to first thing in the morning. They didn't think nobody was going to be showing up. Remember, all the dates that practice is open is listed free spring. All of a sudden, because my dad's because my dad's the only one showing up watching practice, they get shut down. Nobody now he's not allowed to come to practice no more. He walks up to the practice. So that was that was clue in number one. Mm. I mean, the year before, the year before, the whole stuff with the hanging that was the that was during the season before. We had just Ready. finished. All, all I want to say, I, I, I want to know who on the team would corroborate that. Like, who would he? Because I, uh, me personally, I can't right. see. I mean, I, I'm not going to say shit. I mean, I shouldn't have said that online. There's people who can corroborate it, and we talk. And they, you know, what I'm saying when I just posted, when I just posted that, they, they, they said I was there. I heard that and and wrote me on Messenger. I don't know if they want to come out and say who they are. That's their decision. I could tell you to hit them up. We all brothers on the from the football yeah, yeah, yeah. team, so you could hit them up outside of this and and do that. But I mean, uh, dang, I forget who Jay Lou. I mean, Jay Lou. That's why he ne- he never came back to coach. He walked off so, the field that day. I don't know so, who that is. I don't know who that exactly, is. Exactly, y'all. Y'all know a lot of these people. He was an assistant. He was an assistant there. He came straight from the NFL, was volunteering his time. So, um, why would a I mean, coach what, say that to you? We asked to use the hand ropes to keep our hands in tight. And that was his response to wanting to use the hand ropes. <laughs> that he gonna hang you from yeah. the shed? Yeah, like the whole the honor the whole honor case thing. You can you can go to the uh, honor account. They can corroborate. I had a case there and all that. That stuff's that stuff's like school public record. You can so, so you, I, the, you I, know that coach talk to you like that. What was the next step? I said something to London. And he and he spun it into I was trying to divide the team. Before that, like how was practice? How does practice go? Like how do you even go to the next rep? I mean, uh, you got to think about also at this point. I'm there angry every day. I mean, you got John, you got the dude John Pond with his Confederate flag trying to cut block people in practice and shit, and calling us the N word in fucking practice. And then people wonder why we're beating the shit out of them in practice. So I mean, you got all that shit going on every day. They they would talk about they would talk about how I'm so angry, 
And I'd be like, no, I just hate you fucking motherfuckers upstairs. Excuse my language, but that's really what it came down to. Where were we, bro? Like, <laughs> I feel like none of this, and Chase Dalton, if I'm wrong, like, I mean, it was crazy stuff, but none of this, either that or I was blind. Yeah, like, like something like that. Like, just this is the only thing. This is the only thing, Rennie. And and let me tell you something, bro. You my bro. I vouch for your character, and I stand behind you a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, but I'm saying here, we could, that we story could, I mean, that what you just said about John Pond wouldn't have made it to these airways because if that happened, John Pond would get stomped out by all the black people and Snyder could, and his brothers. You could, and you could ask. He is like that's, he tried to take my knees out and practice before. That's what you were y'all there for. They in, they intimated we had to start doing the Oklahoma after we was getting fights because I was getting in so many fights in practice. Wow, so we, we had to start that. doing. We had to do Oklahoma now after fights. Yeah, I remember John Pye. I just want to know when did he get bold and pull out the Confederate flag? Like all that, he the, pulled out. They, I, I hated being there. Talking about for sure. Yeah, bro. I hated being there. <laughs> that Confederate flag wouldn't have made it to the locker room. I can tell you that. Yeah. Hell no. Hell no, nah, man. Like, like, <laughs> he was lost after the year we left. I, I'm trying to figure out. They let them run a muff over the team, however it was wanted. I mean, okay, right. if you want, to, okay, y'all want to doubt that? We can, we can go get my UVA hearing. You could go, you could go get, you could go get Coach Golden when Mike London wouldn't sign my transfer papers for me to start the summer season. I haven't said nothing to nobody about nothing. I'm just trying to transfer and play. He's like, they're not Yo. signing the paper. You won't be able yeah, to Yeah, I knew them. And that's what and I wanted I, to get into. I actually wanted to move forward to that. How'd you get to Miami? Because not only – I heard that is prevalent, though, among a lot of coaches when you transfer within the conference that the coach won't sign off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, he wasn't going to sign off. Happen? He wasn't going to sign off. I went in the office and told him the story. He called Mike London and told him he knew the story now. Within 30 minutes, I had that paper signed, and I was, they were announcing that shit on Kane Sports. Mm-hmm. And shout-out to Al Golden. Need, uh, back when he was at Temple, he recruited me. Shout-out to Al Golden. I, went, I had to fucking go through it. They, they're calling my parents trying to make me go to rehab because I'm in there yelling at people who are blatantly disrespecting me and treating me wrong. As a human being, not even a football player, as a human being, I got. I so how did you get like? What what grounded you to make you like? And what motivated you at that time to just rise above? Because it's a lot of when people Evan, that go through it. They would fold in that in the when Evan Marcus stood in the weight room and tried to embarrass me in front of the whole team and kick me out. Like I I wasn't a part of the team at all. And, oh, you need to go see uh, Coach London. I, you're, I don't, I don't believe you're on this team. When that shit happened, that's when I, I had the whole new, I had the whole new motivation. All right, that's how well, you want to do things. What, what, this is, this is, this is the spring of my senior. This is the spring of my going into what would have been my, what ended up being my senior season at Miami. It would have been my senior season at Virginia. This all happened. Now, in that. Yo, the timetable is believable because remember, 
Trey didn't get invited back first in 2010, and then he worked with us through the spring, and then Trey came back on. So I I, I could understand that. Like I don't I don't. Trey, I mean, that, the honor. You can go to the honor council. So like that's what people don't know. But hold on, where does the honor council come in at? We're like, we're, why are we keep talking about the honor code? What happened? What this is, so this is what I'm saying. So they tried to deep six me, take my scholarship. I took a loan out to finish school. I did all that. They didn't think I would be able to do all that. Took 20 credits to finish early, everything. Didn't get no help from none of them to do any of that. Thank, shout out to Dean Most because she went and helped, she helped me figure it all out and transferring. Like, you want somebody to cooperate it? Go to Dean Most. She was right there wow. when I'm doing all this. Wow. So, and so, so I had, I so, used her to get graduated early. Boom, graduate, I'm going to Miami. On and this is the funny part, because you Dom, you you took social when we were uh, you saw me uh struggling. I had I needed to finish that statistics class. That statistics for sociology. Yeah, yeah, for sh- yeah. That shit was the hardest ever. It was that class and I had a Slavic class that those were my last two flat finals. The Slavic class, the teacher told me, no matter what I get on this, I'm going to have a seat. All right. I'm like, all right. Like, fuck it. I'll deal with it. This statistics, I'm trying to get it. This is a sociology class. I'm trying to get a good grade. I'm bogged now. Nobody could get in contact with me for two days before that thing. I didn't even study for the Slavic thing. Got a D on it. I was like, who cares? I got a D. I don't give a fuck. I still get in the seat. I'm out of here. Let's go. I'm going to Miami. Time to play football. They come. Now it comes. I cheated on the test. I got a D on. And what that means, so now they bring that up. Now they bring that case up. That means technically my degree is in jeopardy. Uh. And so then, so then now... I got to go. I'm trying to transfer to Miami. I got to go to Miami. And I got to say, hey, they just brought up this case. And, like, it's not true, but I don't know what's going to, like, I don't know what's going to happen with it. And shout out to Coach D'Onofrio and Coach Golden. They got on the phone with the Honor Council. And the Honor, the two, I had two great lawyers from the Honor. They said, Sir, it's a formality. We have to do the case, but we have already caught them lying on Justin because they can't even keep their story straight. So he's going to get off. You guys should take him. And the outer council vouched for me that the school and the football program should take me and there won't be an issue. And so hey, you can go look it up. You go look, go look it up. Uh, it's the day Miami played Georgia Tech. That morning, I got the I got the news, I got the news that the case was lifted. I still remember like crying that morning with my whole family. And then what? I had twelve tackles, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery that game. Because it was just I could finally just focus on football. So right, what? So when did this start? Because. I mean, I just personally, you know, saying I didn't see this when I was there, so I'm trying to figure out why. Yeah, like I think that literally after all, after y'all left, after y'all left, it became yeah. it. Be, they needed that scholarship for my senior year. I got you. So they and they, why they, they just they started just, trying to make up shit that 
boom, boom. And I was like, at that point, you know, I was, I was like, oh, this the UVA bubble. And I'm, you know, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm still a college kid. So I'm like, I'm not trying to leave here. Like I'm trying to finish here. And then like, I'm ha- like, it, it got prepared me for life and being on the road as a pro athlete and stuff. But, but, you know, at, at the time I really wasn't trying to run to go, you know, transfer up with everything I had was going and doing, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like they closed practices. So my dad couldn't see, cause you got to think my parents, they're, they're bringing up all this stuff and tell and telling me this stuff. So, I'm telling Dad, you you just come watch practice. See for yourself. Oh, now he can't come watch practice. Mike London got to run away from him when he when he when he's waiting outside the practice to talk to him. Mike London and John Oliver getting screaming matches with him because he's telling them the practice film don't lie. I see it every day. Like all that, yeah, yeah, all that shit was happening. Y'all remember? I'm Dom. You remember when my parents was going in that office right as you was graduating? All the time for that two weeks. Yeah, I, but it was a lot going on, so I didn't. I didn't know all this was going on. And to be honest with you, this is my thing though too, Rennie, because London as a new coach, all right, he was trying to, you know, bring his guys in. You know what I'm saying? Because he brought me in one time too and said I might not get, I might not get uh, uh, freaking uh, invited back. You know. Yeah, but see, but, Tom, it's a difference between saying you're not going to get invited back and 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 bringing up false cases, trying to tell my parents I need yeah, to go no, to yeah, that's a big that's I'm a big angry. difference. That's a big difference. Yeah, that's they a brought, big. He difference. brought my parents in there and said I need to go to rehab because I had an anger issue. I was like, I'm not angry anywhere, but in upstairs in these walls, had to flip them benches, huh? I was in Hampton's office yelling at him, telling him I wanted to kill him. Yeah, I was up there doing all that. No respect for him after he disrespected me. Yeah, and I let them know that. Just like I told London, the same thing. Because you know how everybody gets an exit interview? When you get done, you at the end of spring ball, you're supposed to have an exit interview. He was too coward to even have his exit interview with me. To this day, ain't, still ain't had that finish interview. Like you, you want to start getting facts laid out on the table. We can start laying out facts. You, can, you, Don, you in Philly? You can go to my mom's house. She'll send you all the course. She can show you all the correspondence. <laughs> hey man, I just think I, man, I'm just. I think I think the story's fascinating. That's all. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. And to be honest with you, I'm happy that you know, you turned out the way you did because it could have went left, you know. And I was well, saying, it's in a, it was in a space. The relationship was in a space where uh, there wasn't going to be no no uh, nothing good coming out of it. If, if I'm understanding the timeline, if we're talking spring ball and then to the summer, then yeah, it, like it was went, no, it wasn't. I yeah, the thing I was in there fighting for though, and. You know, didn't get it, and I just, I just took it and said, "Fuck it, I'm not going to ruin my chance to play." Was just to finish and not have to go into debt to get my degree. Like that's what I, I wasn't fighting to be a UVA football player anymore. I already knew after that I wanted to transfer. I was fighting that. It's turned into a fit switch to I needed to pay for school so I could get out of here to go play somewhere else. 
And when that switched happened, and they saw, oh, shit, he's not really fighting us to be here, that's when they knew something was up. Thanks. So, um, how many plays did you get to play? How much How much actual games did you get to play at University of Virginia? Uh, what? I don't know, like, four? I don't know, not that many. It, it's not even enough to count. And then you went to Miami and you started? And started. Yeah. Yeah. Defense or offense? Defense. Defense. Word. So I think a lot of this is stemming from losing, to be honest with you. Because um, if the timeline is right, that's about two years after the Chick-fil-A Bowl. Y'all went what after the Chick-fil-A Bowl? London won nine games. Then he went two and five. Then he went what? Yeah, you got so, but also think about those games. Think about those games. So like I'll I'll go. We we go on two and five. We playing Virginia Tech. You don't give me no snaps the whole game except the fourth and one play when we got to stop Logan Thomas. Cold off the bench. I still the only person to tackle him for a loss in that game. Straight cold off the bench, and but you still ain't gonna let me play. It was counting Penn State. Penn State game had a great game that game. Hurt my shoulder we, in the North Carolina. Then I can't play no more. We beat Penn State though, right? Yeah, we beat Penn State. That's what I'm saying. I played a majority yeah. of that game. That's the most I played at UVA. And then yeah, I, hurt, um, I hurt my shoulder, and then didn't play no more. When did Coach Bunny get fired? Did he get fired after the senior season, or he lasted another year? I, I mean, my senior, nah, because he was he was still the coach when we whooped when we whooped they ass um, at Miami because they was yeah. oh they was over in the ACC my senior year. Yeah, so, but after that year he was gone, right? So like your your uh, year at Miami, you only played one year in Miami, right? Yeah, I mean honestly, I I don't keep I don't keep up with it, so I wouldn't know. I think that he was gone after that year. Is that right, Max or Dom, after that? Uh, I think he lasted one more year because our Chick-fil-A year, we gave him that contract extension. I think he yeah. should have been for that. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Sound like a lot of things can stem from losing. Really, really losing as far as, like, he not getting what he's expecting as far as playing time, uh, respect from coaches, just, like, losing in general in this situation that he signed up to be in. And then on the coach's side, them looking like they about to be on the ledge as well. You know what I'm saying? And then everything turns haywire to that. You got two people that's in a situation where, you know what I'm saying, they feel like this is a counterproductive relationship. Like, Rennie's like, you making me lose. They like, nah, you making me lose. And then everybody blows up. You know what I'm saying? That's how I see the situation. Because at the end of the day, can Rennie play ball? Everybody know Rennie can play ball. And he could continue to keep proving it and play uh, 10 more years. But seven years as a professional football player, there's not there's nothing else that he can say. There's no need to 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 continue to, you know, harp on the fact of like, yeah, they was doing me wrong. Clearly that was the issue, right? Um But at the end of the I day, just, like I feel My like, biggest thing was like the the way they the way they, they remove my family from being able to watch practice, right? Why you gotta go that you don't have to do that. It's open. You said it was an open practice all year. Yeah. It's, yeah. That, it's, what, that, there's no excuse. That's not a product of winning or losing. 
No, I feel that. Yeah. But at the same time, as, as, as soon as they can open it, they can also close it. It's just a way of life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the same yeah. thing, but I've said that. that, make that well, well open the media and open to the public is different, too, ain't it, though? Because I remember, like, pictures, especially yeah. the 5 a.m. practices. I remember, like, the, the media being there. Because we did 5 a.m. spring practices, and the media oh, yeah. was out there for the first practice. But ain't there wasn't no fans out there like the typical spring practice. You know what I'm saying? The typical open to the public practice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. And then I think it stems from you got to really dive into the situation and think that how things get uncharacteristic because that's not that's not Rennie's characteristics. You know what I'm saying? But at that situation, yeah. Rennie felt like you know what I'm saying he's going through something that was out yeah. of his control, bigger than him. Yeah. Man. Honest, no, it was honestly the thing. Like every day, I had to take it. I had to take whatever Evan Marcus gave because you got to think. That, you remember how you back from the spring it's the first like this is like he he did all his shit in that first week oh kick me on kick me out the weight room i don't believe you're still a member a member of this team on the first day you need to go upstairs and talk to coach london that's the yeah, first that's day crazy. back in the spring <laughs> that's crazy hey man hey, that's what i'm saying all right now i got to drop out i love y'all boys man you know what I'm like i said Randy. You my dog, you my bro, man. I vouch for you 100 percent man. So you know what I mean. We'll wrap. I'll uh, continue the podcast. Yeah. Have a tremendous podcast, guys. Live, live on Sunday. About to go up, man. Eat something good. You do your thing, bro. Um, so yeah, that's what I see. That's what I see the situation that stands on the most. Um, and I'm sure the Miami coaches. What do Miami coaches say about you? They have no issue from like is it going? No, we. Whatever. I mean, Miami was. Miami was great. I never had a, a I issue like Miami with uh, Miami's campus, man. That campus is nice, very nice. Yeah, the campus was good. I mean, never had an issue with all academics in in grad school. Everything was good. Making plays as a new as the nose tackle, I was the I was the fifth leading tackler on the team. So you know, like I I, I love Miami, and that's why I always, still love it. I watch them boys. I still talk to some of the young guys on the team. So it was. That's why I said it, I wanted it to be the same way in Virginia, but you know that it is how it is. It is what it is. So you go home. You go to Miami. Make the most out of that decision. Um, what makes you continue to want to play ball? What, what's your motivation to continue to want to play ball? Uh, you know, I. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. When Evan Marcus spoke in that office and said, I'm going to make sure you don't ever play, play pro football, that shit stuck with me. I got that. I had that shit written down and took that note to Miami. It hung right there before, and I looked at that every day. Like, we played, when we played, when we played Miami versus Virginia, I hurt my knee that get the, the day before that game. I wasn't, I wasn't going to sit out. My knee got fell into. I could barely walk. I wasn't sitting out. I was going to play in that game. Could barely take on double teams and stuff, but I made it work. And that's why I <laughs> said you, you go full circle. My very first sack in the NFL, Evan Marcus was the strength coach to watch it. For the Vikings, I sacked Teddy Bridgewater. Evan Marcus had to watch it. He was the strength coach for the Vikings. Yep. Um... So you continue to play and you have that motivation um, as far as, like, continuing to go. So what do you think is 
next for you? Like, what is next for you? What do you, what do you, like, I see you trying to build a brand, trying to build something outside of football. Uh, what is your, yeah, I have, I have the brand. I basically, I have the Justin Rock Pro football. It's a brand of, I built it. Basically, it, uh, I sell clothes and give the money to the different organizations I work with. Uh, night, I work, so right now I'm doing it with the Vancouver Food Bank Night Shift Ministries. Up here in Vancouver, there's a, cause it's the warmest part of Canada. It's a, there's quite a homeless issue because this is where the people come to. So I go once a week and feed and feed people at the homeless shelter. And, and now I'm trying to get some extra money into that place because other like local pizza places, lo- other local restaurants bring the bread and food and stuff. But sometimes those people just need jackets. Sometimes like I helped one guy, he couldn't, he couldn't figure out how to fill out a form. And just talk and just talking to some of these people like they're a normal person goes a long way. And so I uh I did uh in the middle of the season, I did I'm sponsored by Halo Headband, shout out to them. Uh they partnered with me and we were able to raise five hundred dollars to donate to Big Brothers Vancouver. So it it's just always uh just trying to help out other people. I uh I have my own football camps up here. Uh, it's a bunch of things just going well and be, trying to be a positive influence on other people and kids and, and up here. So that's good. Do you, so I thought your actual, your brand was for personal. It's not, it's not, it's for a nonprofit. You actually give it all away. Yeah. 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 I actually give it away. So you go, you can look like right now the fundraisers going for night shift ministries and Vancouver food bank. I'm selling, uh, hoodies right now for, uh, to raise money for that. Yeah, everything, it just created a way to, it's just a way to generate money. Basically, you get a, you get a gift for donating to these, uh, to these organizations now. Tell everybody what you do now, who you work for, all those different types of things. Uh, so, yes, now I'm, uh, starting, well, now I'm a free agent, so I can't say that. This previous season, I was the starting right tackle for the BC Lions, but, uh, Right now, I mean, uh, I uh, want to come back to BC, see what we can do. But you know, free agency is free agency, so you got got to see what other people are saying, how what other guys are doing. But no, nah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun here. Uh, got uh, won the Grey Cup, obviously. That's the uh, championship up here. I won the Grey Cup last year up here. So. Uh, Things have been good, football and off the field, and uh, you know, really being able to help people and make a and turn all this, turn all that crap positive is what like I I'm proud of every day, you know. Yeah, turning all that all that negativity into positiveness. Do you have a plan yeah. for out football? I mean, because obviously a nonprofit is kind of is that your plan to do yeah. nonprofit or, or you want to do entrepreneurship I don't, as well? Like. Yeah. I'll do. I mean, I'm always going to do entrepreneur, but you know, I got traded to BC in the middle of this season, so I didn't get to coach here. But in the previous uh, previous time, the two years I was in Calgary, I coached two youth teams there and won back to back championships. And so that's really where my passion for after football is: is to try to be a coach. And I've had some good success, you know. I've coached a, I've also coached a couple of kids and trained them personally who are doing well, helping uh, 
helping get a couple to prep schools in the States as we speak and talking to different coaches and connections I have. So it's, uh, I think something along coaching or training, helping kids, kind of help, helping kids who have money, but also really focusing on those kids who don't and, but have the talent. And in the city of Calgary, I really was able to do that and give some kids who usually wouldn't have an opportunity an opportunity and they're excelling from it. That's good, man. That's good to hear. Um, before we close this out, Max, you got any questions for Renfro regarding uh, post-career, anything that went on in college, NFL, CFL? Uh, yeah, nah, Renfro. I mean, the last thing, you know, this still is a business podcast. We tried to throw a little tips in there. Uh, you know, tell people the importance of adaptability. You know, not a lot of people know you were from D line to O line after, or sorry, yeah, from D line to O line after college to play that professionally, a position you never played. What what kind of was that switch like? And how did you, you know? It was did all the stuff that happened help you make it like, look, I'm gonna make it no matter what. Yeah, I think again, I think like you got to take the positives with the negative. Like, I'll be honest with you, like that was the hardest thing. Like, I saw it going through all that was hard. Like, that was hard. Like, imagine your first reps as an O-lineman is against, like, Clay Matthews and Julius Peppers. I'm just – I barely know what a kick a kick set is, let alone, okay, I'm going to go try to block the best athletes doing it right then and there. But, you know, you kind of bog down, and then, you know, like I, I had people around me to give you that confidence, and then – you go work hard for one spring and okay, damn, okay, I'm making some of these blocks now. And then I, and then I, you know, you start to get the confidence. That's what's up, man. Adaptability is always important. You have yeah. got to have adaptability. And when, what made you decide that? Or was it somebody that told you that? Or was you like out the league and somebody was like, if you're going to be in the league, you need to do this. Like, what made you make that decision? Uh, when I was actually when I was on the Seahawks, they it wasn't a wasn't really a decision. It was kind of a told to thing between that tramp. Like the Packers, I was still playing some D line, and then I would like work a little bit at O line, and they were like, he they were they were just like he's an athlete. We're gonna keep him around and figure it out. Like, but then when I got to the Seahawks, they were like. No, go be an O lineman. We we can make you something. And so I kind of just roll with it. And instead of like instead of just continuing the fight and say, ah, no, I want to be a D lineman. I want to be a D lineman. I said, I'm gonna just embrace it and make and let's see what shakes. And that's that's what I did. Awesome. What advice do you have for current athletes that may be going through some situations with their coaches or in general, what would be your, based on your story, my, what would be, my big, my be? biggest advice would be like every, obviously everything panned out for me, but my biggest advice, like for people would be, I would be, I would think like if you have the confidence and know you can do it yourself, I wouldn't get as angry as I did in, back then. Cause back then I, like I, I was angry at those people and I made sure I displayed it. Just take, treat them with kindness. That's what I try to, Tell people now in the reverse. Okay, he 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 tells you you can't play. Okay, I can't play. Just remember that and go work hard. But don't go back with somebody and just remember what you you your work, what your parents have instilled in you, and 
Because nobody can take away what you do outside of the facility, outside on your own when nobody's watching. If you know you go work out twice a day in the off season, don't let somebody who's telling you you suck have even any opinion on you. And that's my big thing. Like Somebody can say something about you, but you know the work you put in. And that was one of the things I was actually going to say about this podcast was, and you're probably young at the time, but I'm glad you know that now, is that those are just words. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you're yeah. controlling the situation. And you show and like that. Now, that's why I say that's the, the biggest thing I would say to somebody is don't let the words affect you as deep as I let them affect me. Because I got, I got like, it, it was it was time there where I was down. Like, that's, that was really getting to me. Yeah. But it's just words at the end of the day. You got to keep working. You got to keep pushing. Nobody can ever stop your drive. No word. May, a little injury might deter it for a little bit, but nothing ultimately can stop it. And that's what I try to tell kids out here every day. Some of these kids are in the some of the roughest situations you could be in. For but sure. If you keep for pushing, sure. you can rise above it. And that's and that's why I think at the end of the day, if somebody says to you, well, why did that happen to you? I would say it happened so that I could keep pushing and make sure you right here listening to me to keep pushing. We like what you, we so, like what you say. We like the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, you didn't let anything stop you and you are, like you said, a champ, champion and can't nobody take those things away from you. Um, let everybody yeah. know where they can read. We appreciate you being on the podcast, man. It's good to hear from you. Good to talk to you. Always one of our brothers for sure, and we've always wished best for you. Even though you did go to the Hurricanes, and I, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. you know, and that's I what I, I still I'm tell people today that I'm I, I love everybody there. To take the beaks off, you know, I'm wired to take the beaks off of a hurricane. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I mean, I love the school at UVA. I love schooling there. I mean. Matt, you guys all know I we all had a great time being students and going to school there. I I had a different football experience than other people, and my experience was my experience. I'll, but hey, I love the the actual university. Like Miss Kathy in the lunch uh, from the Catholic, I still message and keep in contact with her. I uh, message Jim Bauman. I still talk to plenty of people from there who helped me get through stuff down there. So that's why I said it's no it's no hard feeling to, as the university as the people as a whole and even the football team like it's a whole new staff there now. Yep. I got I got no issue with them. You know what I'm saying it's if my experience was my experience. If you hate me because I'm telling the truth about my experience, hate me for telling the truth. But at the end of the day, I'm not really in the business. If you're going to be that mad about it, I'm not, not in the business to really need you around me anyway. Live, live your truth. Tell your truth. You, if you don't tell it, nobody else will know about it. So let everybody know where they can find you at, man, where they can reach you at if they want uh, to know. You know, if you want to reach me, at j.renfro. On Instagram, and from there you can pretty much find anything you need to find about me. At, at Justin Renf- at Jr. Football underscore for the nonprofit. Either one of those two, you'll be able to navigate the, uh, my web pages. Got PureSkillsFootball.com, football camps in Vancouver and Calgary. So go get y'all. I'm up go here. Get y'all, go get y'all some merch, man. At Jr. Football merch. 
Max, Max, you got the gas of the week this week, bro. So what's the, what's the gas, Max? I'm sure he's going to repeat what you just said, bro. But what's the gas of the week, Max? <laughs> I got the gas. Is that because Dom left and you had it last week? I wasn't prepared for this. But, you know, I always come with premium. <clears throat> so um, all I'm going to say is, man, look, y'all get out there. Make sure you keep it grinding. Life's going to come at you. There's adversity. But, you know, God has a plan for you. Um, the, you know, it might not be the path that you expected, but just know that if you keep grinding, keep faith in yourself, you're going to make it out on top. So we leave it with that. We out. That's it for today's episode. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and follow us on Instagram at CTC Podcast. Catch you next week.